Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lee Doosable, and you know I'm with the squad. My guy, B-Flow, Brandon Flowers, former Pro Bro cornerback with the Kansas City Chiefs, and everybody's favorite auntie, former first-round pick of the WNBA, Auntie Chantel Trimmer there. How's everybody doing tonight? What's happening? We good over here. What's man, up, dude? Yeah. Tell him, man, you know, it's crazy day, auntie, and in, in, in the NBA, man, a lot to talk about with free agency being tomorrow. So let's go ahead and jump into this show, man. The New York Knicks made some head-scratching moves on draft day, but it's going almost all in on Jalen Brunson. Another mistake. We discussed that. Also, Miles Sanders says the Eagles feel like an all-star team. Well, the last player that said that about the Eagles team, it didn't really turn out all that well. And Shaq Diesel slams Rudy Gobert saying, you think I'm happy he's making $205 million? Damn, Shaq, tell us how you really feel. But first, NBA free agency is a day away, and James Harden, like many other players in the last few days, have had to make decisions on their player option. Well, James Harden declined his player option, and he becomes a free agent. Now, according to Adrian Wozanowski of ESPN, 76ers star James Harden has declined his $47.3 million option and becomes a free agent. He keeps the real possibility of negotiating a new deal that would deliver the Sixers roster building flexibility and free agency, including use of a full $10.5 million exception. Wojnowski also put on Twitter that the opt-out could go a long way in reshaping the Sixers bench, including that full mid-level exception, $4.1 million biannual exception and sign in trades. Now, Harden was acquired by the Nets right before the trade deadline, from the Brooklyn, uh, from the book, the Sixers from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but they ultimately were bounced by the Miami Heat in the second round of the playoffs. Now, Harden didn't have to his standards a great year, but he still put up some numbers, right? He averaged <laughs> 22 points, seven rebounds, and 10 assists. So, to me, when I first heard this news on TNB Flow, I was surprised, right? Because you know, before we just talked about this yesterday with, with Antoine Walker, our teammate, you know, when the money's on the table, get as much money as you can, right? $47 million. He's not going to get that in open market, but what it shows me, and it could be strategic, but what it shows me that James Harden is really about trying to put a team together and win a championship with the Philadelphia 76ers. Cause we saw other players, right? We saw John Wall opt into that 47 million. We saw Russell Westbrook, opt into that 47 million. So James Harden could have did the same thing and been like, you know, I don't give a damn what the team got to do. I'm going to get my almost $50 million regardless. Mm. Now he gives the Sixers some, some flexibility where he could potentially maybe sign a three or four year deal. That way it's a longer deal and it gets, you know, more guaranteed money overall, but they lower his number down this year so they can actually bring in some help. Cause there is talks that they want PJ Tucker. And if he had opted in, to that 47 million, they wouldn't have probably been able to, to afford PJ Tucker. So I want to throw it to you, Auntie Chantel. Are you surprised James Harden opted out of his deal? No, I'm not surprised at all because whether or not he picked up the option, um, he's still he's still eligible for the max contract of what five years, 270 million after this year, right? Yeah. Um, and so you know. He's eligible this this off, oh, he's, off season yeah, because he opted yeah, out, yeah. For a maximum contract. So he could get his money regardless, but 
you know, maybe maybe he has turned a corner. You know, he's not going to average 33 points again for that team. It's not going to happen. But if you can get a P.J. Tucker, if you can get some help and some young legs in there, um, you know, maybe taking a couple mil less uh, for him um, is about winning. And, and maybe James is about, you know, winning games, you know, but he's mm-hmm. he's fractured so many, um, you know, he's fractured so many you know, partnerships like with what Dwight Howard and Chris Paul, Westbrook, Durant, Kyrie over the last few years. Um, but the Sixers see something in him and and whatever he does, you know, I I just want him to play and stop <laughs> dribbling the ball so damn much. Listen, I, I'm going to go a totally different direction, right? Okay. Joel MB must be stopped because when he talked about Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons ain't played since, right? Yeah. Then he said James Harden ain't James Harden. That could be a reason why James Harden ain't signed back. He could yeah. feel like, yo, am I really going to hear? I want to go somewhere where they going. And Joel Embiid is the star, right? Yeah, right. So you got to feel wanted by the star on the team if you're going into a situation. Yeah. So I'm thinking he might feel like, yo, I came here in the middle to the latter part of the season. Like, I don't even know if y'all bang with me like this. So yeah. let me go ahead and opt out here. And let me go see if somebody really loved me on a pre-agent market where mm-hmm. I know I can get to the playoffs and go compete for a championship reign. Because if he come off the bench and be a six man, he'll be a hell of a six man, right? Oh, James Harden ain't coming up the bench. He, nah, he have to. come on, nephew. Nah, he, not he, up he, he might have to. Where he at in his career right now, you think... He's still averaging 22, and he's a delegator now. <laughs> but he want to go mm-hmm. to a playoff team, right? Yeah. So unless he go to somewhere like the Heat who need a guard, but I yeah. think the Heat will go to different... Yeah, then I guess it's going to be hard for them to going. get rid of that Kyle Lowry uh, contract. Man. And like Auntie said, man, he fractured so many relationships. Like, he going to kind of have to get in where he fit in right now yeah in my opinion right well it's interesting that you he, he coming up. back he yeah. coming back he just coming. mark my words today start. i think he's, he's gonna going back to to come back yeah i mean it's interesting that you brought up joel and b right because he's the centerpiece like you he's talked about of, of that team right and with harden being back in the fold and to Tobias harris being signed for as much as he's signed you know james harden making this decision to opt out to you know, maybe lessen his number to bring in a guy like P.J. Tucker, does it show they're in the win now mode? And how receptive do you think Embiid is of Harden coming back? Because we saw the comments after the second round loss to the Miami talking about how he he misses Jimmy Butler, how he was still wanted to, you know, potentially play with Jimmy Butler. He wished that Jimmy Butler never left. So I want to throw this to you, B-Flo. Like, you know, how concerned are you, you know, that, you know, the 76ers could be potentially wasting in Beeb's years if James Harden does, you know, sign, you know, three or four year deal and they never get over the top because, you know, with big man, he, he's had injuries, you know, he's had the knee, he's had the back, he's had the foot and ankle. Um, you know, he played, I believe over 60 games for the first time in his career this past year. So I think it was 68 games for the first time in his career. So you worried about him in longevity, right? So you got to get as much as you can out of Joel and Beeb. So does that concern you if you're like a 76ers front office guy or even a fan base that, you know, with James Harden coming back, we're not going to be able to maximize Joel and B. It definitely concerns me because Joel is already sending out smoke screens. Like he's frustrated, right? Yeah. He's playing, like you said, this is the first time he played 60 plus games in a while. Yeah. So he looks like he's turning that corner to maybe potentially stay healthy. And he could have won the MVP this year. 100%. Like they didn't win now more, right? Because the way the comments he made about Jimmy Butler, he wished he can play with Jimmy Butler, knowing that they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. It's yeah. kind of like in the, in the, 
spot we at now, superstars are forcing their way out, right? Mm. They don't want to be there no more. They're forcing their way out. So if he doesn't have the year he wants this year, I can see him and Doc Rivers both leaving. But the thing that Can't, the 76 Doc going to be forced out of there. Yeah, Doc, Doc going <laughs> right, to be forced, right? right? And I think Joel Embiid is going to want to leave. Yeah. But the thing that the 76 is having their back pocket is like, we know we can get major assets for uh, Joel Embiid, right? I don't even think that's the, even up to talk about, though. Like, do you trade Joel Embiid? No, nah, you don't. Nah, you, come on now. You don't trade Joel. Come on now. Yeah. Like, if he's sitting out and he's pouting and he said, I'm hurt and I'm only but playing like I don't think like that's going to be him. Games. I think he's going to play regardless just because right. that's who he is. And I think you add someone like a, you know, say, for instance, James Harden comes back and signs a three-year deal at 40 instead of 47. Exactly, then you free yeah. up. Then you can sign P.J. Tucker three years, $10 million. Um, and, you know, you get that, that, that personality on the bench and on the team, that leadership that you need. Um, and I, and I think that helps both James. I think PJ helps both James and Joel Embiid. Yeah. And so, you know, with James Harden making this move to, you know, opt out and, and not, you know, opt in with that $47 million, does it show that the 76ers are kind of like in a win mode now? As far as like we talked about Joel Embiid trying to get the best of him with the years with James Harden. And we again, we don't know. He could potentially leave and be a free agent. So we, we really don't know. <laughs> yep. But like, you know what, dudes? Sounds yep. like he's trying to do it to help with flexibility of the roster. But we don't know what anything can transpire between the day and tomorrow. But, but dudes, right check now, this out. Go ahead, Auntie. Check this out. Check this out. I think my boy Sean got something from May 12th. Yeah, he um, does. He got some sound. What, what, what What's that sound saying? Yeah, go ahead and play it, Sean. I'll be here. Whatever makes this team, you know, um, whatever can, allows this team to continue to grow and get better and, and do the things necessary to, to, to win and compete at the highest level. So that's our he, Sean. He coming back. Saying that, you know, James Harden, right after the game, which I thought was a little, uh, I want to say frustrating because they just lost. But, I mean, he got asked the question, does he plan on coming back? Right. He said right away, right? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here next year. So, I mean, in all intents and purposes, it looks like James Harden is trying to do the right thing which again, you know, it's 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 a catch twenty twenty for me, B Flow, because I'm like, I earned that forty seven yeah. million. I, I <laughs> right. mean, I, but but on the other hand, right, he wants a ring, right? He wants his legacy cemented. Mm -hmm. So it seems like he's at the mature age now. I believe he's thirty two, and he's like, look here, man, I'm getting older and older. I got one of the best players, a guy that should have probably won MVP last year with me. All I got to do is delegate. I got Maxi with me, Tobias Harris. Maxi's a baller. So, like, all I got to do is delegate the rock, right? I don't got to score 30, like Auntie said. I can right. be around that 20 range, average like 11 assists, seven, six or seven rebounds. And I could be an integral part of this team, right? I don't need to be right. the focal point of the team. So, if I give them some cap flexibility, we get a guy, a veteran like uh, PJ Tucker, maybe another guy in some more shooting, right? Because we lost, you know, Seth Curry in that trade. We get some more shooters around us. That gives Joel and B more space. That gives me more space. That gives Maxi more space. I think we can make a run at it. So I think it shows, you know, some maturity by James Harden. What, what do you think, B Flo? No, I agree. And this is the route that I said a couple of weeks ago that LeBron should take, right? Because mm. the Lakers need shooters. Yeah. And if he just kind of cut back a little bit on that salary to get more shooters around and cement more championships, that will increase his legacy of probably being the best. Him, ever. Brandon. 
he What's only that? making 44. Uh, Westbrook making more than LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Westbrook need to give up some yeah, of his. Westbrook need to give up some of his 47. <laughs> Good. Nah, 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 I got you, but I got you, but you. I feel like if LeBron win two more championships, they got to put him in that goat category. So I know he cares Absolutely. about legacy. Yeah. You know, Westbrook, uh, he might not care about legacy as much. I think as he does. I think people just paint him as a bag. I don't think he cares about legacy as well. But their legacy is two totally different things, 100%. too. You talking about the mm-hmm. best to ever do it, then just winning a uh, ring, Michael right? Jordan, but yeah. <laughs> but I think James uh, Harden, LeBron. LeBron. I think, I, think Joe, I think James Harden is just falling into that category. Like, I don't want to be one of those players that didn't win a ring. Where they said yeah. was a great player, but he never won one. Yeah. Like that, that that leaves a sour taste in like players' mouth in the NBA. You know how they always get on Barkley and That's like, exactly. Yeah, and I good, think he doesn't want right. to be a part of that conversation. So I think this y'all is win a ring. Y'all yeah, win a ring. I didn't win I one. Wasn't even no, close. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so you know how I feel then. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So I, exactly. I think I think we know where James is coming from. Why he made this decision. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J Doosable with the squad. Brandon Flowers and Auntie Chantel Trimmer and we were talking about. James Harden opting out of his deal to give the 76ers more flexibility to bring some guys in and help them. And again, Auntie, I told you, it was a lot of news going on in the NBA. So Dante Murray of the San Antonio Spurs is Mm. headed to the Hawks and Spurs get multiple first-round picks. Now, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, again, the Atlanta Hawks are trading the Nilo Gallinari and multiple first-round picks to the San Antonio Spurs for the all-star guard, the Jonte Murray. He said the Hawks are sending three first-round picks and a future pick swap to the Spurs to pair Murray with all-NBA guard Trey Young. B-Flow, does the pairing of the Jonte Murray and Trey Young make the Hawks a real threat in the East? I can't say I make them a real threat because yeah, the East got it. some guys, man. You know, right, but right. I can see Those what move three they, teams. I can see what move they were trying to make because Murray yeah. averages what 20, 20, 20, 20, a, game. 21 a game. He's yeah. a he's a nice player. Like a lot of people probably haven't watched the Spurs this past year, but he's been on a trajectory. He's gotten better every single year. I believe last year, right under sixteen a game, he was averaging this year twenty one points a game. So he's a good player. So like again, to your point, I don't know if it puts them in the conversation with Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Or Boston, but I would say I, right there in Chicago, I, four or five seed. I'll tell you, it makes them a better team, but yeah. giving up three first round that's picks, tough. like that's pretty steep. And, and Danilo Gallinari, yeah, that's Gallinari, a big part. He, he, he's a trade ball Good shooter. shooter. Yeah, he's a trade ball shooter. But Atlanta probably feels like we don't draft. Well, I, I like the draft picks they brought in. They brought in John Collins, yeah. so I like their draft picks. Hubert, I just don't yeah. understand where. They want to let three of them things go from the first round. I ain't game. letting three of them go. Three yeah. of them? Not, like, not, for, not, for, not for him. I'm not letting like three you feel, of them go. Go ahead. Yeah, that, I'm, there's no way I'm letting three of them go. And like, like B. Flowers said, like, I think that makes, you know, he makes them a better team. 100%. I don't know if he makes them one of the best teams because, I mean, Milwaukee's still fire. Like, yeah, Boston, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn. Boston, like, 76 <laughs> The 76 heat, right? So, yeah, fifth or sixth to me. That's what um, I, said. I think they're right there with Chicago, right? And, and right, what they do with Zach Levine, uh, because he's going to be a free agent, but I think they put something in the five, six range. But and and think about it is fifth or sixth in the east, not in the league, <laughs> exactly. fifth or sixth <laughs> in your conference worth. Three that many round, round three first round picks. Ooh, Honestly, honestly, I think they maybe are 
looking at DeJounte Murray and his projection, right? He's still young, only 25 years old, coming right. off an all-star year, uh, <laughs> averaging 21 points a game. And the, the arrow is pointing up, so maybe they feel like now that he's got a ball handler, a guy that's a scorer but can also dish the rock and Trey Young, they got high flyers and Collins and, and Clint Capella. Maybe that opens up the space for DeJounte Murray, and he goes from 21 a game to maybe 25 or 26 a game, and they make a real run out of it. Now, this is a, a young team. Again, Boston isn't going anywhere. The Brooklyn Nets, it seems like Kyrie will be there. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Milwaukee, damn sure ain't going, ain't going <laughs> anywhere. Chris Middleton coming back. They're going to be my favorites in the East again, right? And with James Harden, you know, taking, it seems like a, a, a team, quote-unquote, friendly deal, right? They'll be able to bring in guys like P.J. Tucker. Uh, Maxie's a nice player. Joel Embiid, they're going to be right there. And the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler, you can never – count them out if bam takes that next step and tyler hero takes that next step it's the the east is gonna be is is, you know everybody talks about the west but the east ain't ain't no you know easy walk either now so like it makes the hawks better but i wonder if the hawks just made this move because of fit right Mm. murray Mm. he's a scorer but he's not as ball dominant like he can score right right buckets but you know trey is an alpha like he He wants that that's right you have another guy that needs the ball so much it's not gonna work they probably feel like this is the perfect pairing and yeah we might give up a draft pick or two yeah too much, but now it's the perfect fit, right? Mm. And we and if we draft somebody in the lottery next year, the year after that, it might just not work with Trey. Like we see this now, we got to make this move now because they might feel like this is they win now mode. Right? Yeah, for sure. So well, they better win now because they ain't getting no <laughs> for, picks. For, for, flowers. So, so Auntie, I want to propose this question: What do you think the ceiling is for the Atlanta Hawks with this trade with Jonte Murray? Number three in the East, maybe three or four in the East. Like I said, I, it's it's not just about the the Hawks, right? It like be like B was saying, like it's the other teams in the East. Like, exactly, there's some monsters in the East, and they're, they're not going anywhere. He's real, right? It's not like they're old and and mm. and and things like that. And I just like I said, I think it's a good trade, but it's not worth three first rounders. He's not yeah. worth three first rounders. What do you think? Before we think their ceiling is the Hawks with this trade with Dejounte Murray. I still, I think they're still in this fourth because I think that's what Milwaukee, Boston, <laughs> going to be better this year. Yeah. Kyrie has mm-hmm. something to prove. Joe right? Harris coming back. He like, has something Joe to Harris prove. Joe Harris coming back. So, Seth Curry, right. like, and then we still putting them ahead of the Heat. That always plays yeah. well. So, right. Is I think lose, I think losing PJ Tucker is going to be hurt. But I, Pat Riley is a magician, right? He going to pull a rabbit out the hat. He's he going to pull a rabbit. Donovan Mitchell. If they lost him yet, though. I would not be surprised still to see think Donovan. Donovan. I think it I'm might be Bradley to... Bill, man. We'll talk about Bradley Bill later. Can you turn down two hundred and something million dollars on the max? <laughs> but then he, he turned it down. Huh? Didn't he turn no, it down? He, he turned down his, his options so he could still sign the five year max with the Wizards, but he got to sign a four year max with somebody else if he leaves. Well, the there league. ain't nothing wrong with that. He can come on I, over I, to I, the Lakers. Like I say, we'll, we'll talk about him later because I mean, like it's to the point, right? It's the James Harden. Uh, conversation. Do you take all the money that you can right now, or do you go to a contender? Or if you're James Harden, like you with the 76ers, you are a contender. Do you take less money to help the team out and bring some players in? Busted Open is your daily home for all things pro wrestling. Join Dave LaGreca, WWE Hall of Famers, Bully Ray and Mark Henry, and hardcore wrestling legend Tommy Dreamer. Dave LaGreca here. From WWE to AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and more, we talk it all. Whether you grew up watching Rick 
Flair or Stone Cold Steve Austin, Busted Open is your place for pro wrestling. Busted Open, Mondays through Saturdays at 9 a.m. East on Fight Nation, Sirius XM Channel 156. NBA free agency, man, again, it's crazy out there. Jalen Brunson, you know, everybody perceived that he would be signing with the Knicks, but it seems like Jalen Brunson is granting multiple team meetings on the first day of free agency. Now, according to Yahoo Sports Chris Haynes, on the first day of free agency, guard Jalen Brunson is meeting with the Dallas Mavericks, the New York Knicks, and the dark horse Miami Heat. You talked about it before. He said, don't forget about the Miami Heat. So it's interesting, right, because – the, the New York Knicks have made some head-scratching moves during the draft, right? They traded away a lot of draft assets, <laughs> didn't get a player in return, and they just made another move, right? They traded away center New Orleans, New, uh, Noel, and guard Alec Burke to the uh, Detroit Pistons, freeing up $19 million in cap space to potentially get Jalen Brunson. So I want to throw this to Auntie Chantel Trimmer there. Um, how crazy would it be if the Knicks did all this preparation to get Jalen Brunson and they didn't sign him. Is this just a, a Nick thing? Uh, and, and Pernell, our producer, I'm, I'm sorry, we got to talk about your Knicks like this, but this is what they routinely do. No, absolutely. <laughs> like, like <laughs> New York Knicks is synonymous with just, I'm sorry about the word, like dummies. Like, <laughs> you like, I don't like, just doing it, dumb you stuff. like you just said, like <laughs> scratching your head, like, what in the hell you going all in? You might not even get him. And to be honest, I'm not even sure all of his is worth him anyway. Yeah, like, that, okay. that was going to be my next yeah. question. He, he's a he's a he's a great player, right? Like he he ain't no hell raiser. Okay, he's a good player. Yeah, he he ain't no hell raiser. You know, but I oh my gosh, like and and there's been players like Jalen Brunson coming to the Knicks before, right? Like David Lee, right? He was good, became a fan favorite, but. You know, the Knicks won like the most like 33 games with him as their best player. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Evan Fournier. I, yeah. They ain't had <laughs> right. To be honest, they ain't had no star at, at that position since since um Marbury. And and I would know, say Carmelo. I'm saying his position, like oh yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. you know, come on the guard. I don't know. And and he was on his way out at that time, anyways. But I don't know. What you think, Big Flowers? No, I agree with you. I it, it would happen to the Knicks, right? Nobody, <laughs> else. nobody else but the Knicks. But I agree with you 100%. I don't even know if I'll go all in for Jalen Brunson. I think mm-hmm. you have to kind of be impatient if you were the Knicks because you got to bring in some quality players, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. your franchise is sinking. But it's almost like I would almost wait one more year to see if I can get a Jordan Poole who should be available. They ain't letting him leave. But if they're gonna pay Wiggins, like that's true. I yeah. mean, I don't think they're gonna pay Wiggins though. I mean, I would, but I don't think they will. If they do, I mean, if I was the Knicks, I would look at it like I would wait and see because yeah. Poole is just—I feel like a better player, and he's young. He's a better player, and I yeah. would kind of overpay Poole to come over there and get some stuff going. Yeah. But I, I understand what the Knicks trying to do, right? They got to try anything. They gotta try something. They're not landing free agents <laughs> like that. Yeah. Brunson is the guy who they feel like at least he will come to us and he's a quality player. Yeah. But man, it's just a Knicks thing where it's like <laughs> two <laughs> for a guy who averaged 16 points a game and yeah. right you giving up two just... <laughs> future second round picks, Nerlens Noel, Alec Burke, like yeah, just to clear the space, like 
Is he worth 110 million? Like, I think mm. they, they try to project what he's going to project yeah. to be. And I think that's just the NFL does the same thing, right? They'll pay guys in their third or fourth year because they're projecting at 23, 24. I think Brunson's only 25 that, that he's going to project to be a really good player. So, but if they um, don't sign him, look what that does to them going forward oof, with stuff. everybody they move. They don't get them this year and other free agents seeing like, bro, nobody's going to New York. Like, yeah. I'm not going there next year for sure. Right. <laughs> And your and your two future first round, uh, I mean second round picks are gone. Yeah. yeah, so it's tough, man. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, right? What what the Knicks ultimately end up do. Um, so B Flow and Auntie, I'll ask you first, B Flow. Do you you think the Knicks are, are are making the right move by potentially going all in for a guy that again was the number two guy with the Dallas Mavericks behind Luka Doncic? Again, Auntie said it, averaged sixteen points a game. And I think people also tend to forget, right? They're, the Knicks are just a year removed from when they went to the playoffs. <laughs> Julius Randle, I believe, was an all-star. I think he was the second team all-NBA. R.J. Barrett this year took strides. So, I mean, maybe they feel like, you know, they just had a down year last year and they just need one maybe mid-level mid-level piece to get them back in that 5-6 range. Yeah, that run was fluke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to still think, like, even if they do get Brunson, like, who are you putting them over in the East to just consistently win games yeah. and be able to make a push? Because we just said the East is not no joke. Like, the East got quality, great basketball teams. Yeah. But to answer your question, you have to go all in overplay for Brunson if you're the Knicks because you're not getting superstars. Yeah. So you have to go that route where you get a couple quality players. Like you said, Barrett's there. You add Brunson. Julius Randle, like, you don't have to be the guy to give us 30 to win, right? Yeah. We're bringing in some scores. That's not going to go 30 at night, but they'll give you 16 to 18. If we continue to do that as a team, then people can start feeding off each other. And then hopefully down the road in the next year or two, we can land one superstar free agency yeah. and we'll have a team and a core to build around them. So you definitely got to, if you're in the Knicks situation, you just got to overpay or do whatever you have to do to get another quality player in there. Yeah. And before mm -hmm. I throw it to you, auntie, um, let's go ahead and, and put perspective on this. Like the Knicks are still the front runners, right? They could potentially offer them a four year around $110 million. So it seems like they're the front runner for the Dallas Mavericks or another team to kind of lure, you know, Brunson away it would take maybe a five year, a hundred and or around $125 million to lure him away from the New York Knicks. Auntie, do you believe Jalen Brunson can ultimately oh. be the number one option on this Knicks team if he signs there? The number one option? I'm just saying that's Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, and him. Like who? First of all, I'm 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 going through Julius and RJ before I'm going through Jalen Brunson. Like, <laughs> I mean, he he's for me, he's not a number one guy yet. Like nah. I just don't. No, I, mean, I, I think just that's what I'm trying to project him to be. You well, you can project all day and all <laughs> night, but is that projection worth like 116, 125 million dollars? Like. Mm. But that's just like the Nets. I mean, the Knicks. Let's put 125 mil, and then three years from now, shit. Why did we sign this dude and go all in? We lost some second round picks. We lost Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, like dummies. So you dummies. said you shouldn't go and try to uh, acquire Brunson then? No, I think I'm there's like more no talented choice, players right? that they could. Well, they got to now. I mean, they yeah. all out there, everything. Apparently, they going all in for him, anyways. But yeah. that, if I was the GM, I that wouldn't he wouldn't have been my first pick. Yeah, mm. this is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee Doosable, with my guys and uh, teammate Auntie Chantel Trimitier and Brandon Flowers, and we were talking about Jalen Brunson 
and the Knicks trying to sign him. And it looks like he will take meetings with the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks before he makes his decision. So let's go to another NBA star, Bradley Bill, who has chosen not to exercise his $36.4 million option. Now, according to Mark Bartlestein of Priority Sports, Bradley Bill has chosen not to exercise his $36.4 million player option for the 2022 and 23 season, making him an unrestricted free agent. Now, Bill has spent his entire 10-year career with the Washington Wizards. Now, if he does sign back with the Wizards on a max deal, it could be total value of $248 million over five years, or he could take a four-year contract from another team, which would be around $184 million. B-Flow, what do you think Bradley Bill should do? I think he bounced, man. I think yeah. he wants he's been he's been in Washington. That's about sixty million dollars. That is about sixty million. <laughs> but if he goes to the right market, he'll make that back. Yeah. Right. right. And I think he like he loves the game of basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And he was in Washington when it was him and John Wall, and they should have been doing their thing. And he's just looking around the league every year, like we don't come close to going to At the playoffs. <laughs> My talent level is just as good as those guys playing and or if not better for some of if them. Not better. Yeah. So I think even when you see him talk to his kids and his AAU team, you see the passion in him, oh, right? So it, you can yeah. tell he wants to win so it doesn't strike me that he's the type of player that say yo that money sounds good i'm gonna take that even though i know i'm never gonna win in washington i think he's really gonna try to go somewhere and and land at a contender i still say pat riley he gets the top guys you've been wanting that you've been been telling that that for weeks it would have to probably be like a sign and trade for that to happen. But if they do, man, they, Miami have assets. You can give uh, Kyle Lowry for sure. Yeah, Kyle Lowry can go, <laughs> and then I also give, I give up, away Hero too. They, and you can throw in Duncan Robinson too. He like, trying to throw everybody in there <laughs> to get Bradley Bill. I'm doing all that. I would. I would. Right? What do you think, Auntie? What do you think? What do you think Bradley Bill should do? Lakers. Ooh. Is that even possible? Yeah, it's, uh, it probably isn't. It's probably not possible at all. But I mean, you, know, you said what I should do. Throw packages out there. Every NBA team <laughs> been laughing at them. Like we're not doing y'all any favors. We're not helping y'all out. And stop being disrespectful for these packages you're throwing out here trying to get our star player off our team. Well, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, Bradley's an unrestricted free agent, so it, they don't have nothing to do with what what the Lakers Booker do. Kind of play the same position. Who? He said, I, I Phoenix. said Phoenix. Uh, I think him and Booker play like the same. No, nah, I don't think like you can put John him and Booker Wall on the same, the same position. Uh, John John Wall was more. I mean, Bradley Bill can do it, but John Wall was more of a point guard. Uh, I I like the my the Miami Heat thing. I think that's very I'm interesting. It's gonna happen. Um, seventy six today. If John if James Harden doesn't sign back, but yeah, if, if I'm I'm a, if I'm Bradley Bill, like I get it, right? Two hundred and forty eight million dollars. He signed a max deal. But again, he's been in the league for 10 years, hasn't even sniffed getting close to a championship. It's time, bro. Like a lot of people haven't realized your skill set and what you brought to this game. You're a, a bona fide superstar. Yeah. Time yeah. for you to go to a team that's a contender, man. I mean, shoot, how about Portland with Dame Lillard? I feel like the same situation as Washington, though. Right? Maybe. Like he's still gonna feel like he needs some help. He's like, still gonna he's need going one more player. Where he yeah. feel like when I come, we might not be the front runner, but we got a shot. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Cook. Over so if, I, if I'm him, I'm definitely leaving in in free agency. I mean, it's yeah, you're leaving potentially sixty million dollars on the table, but you got a chance to to win a championship or be a contender, right? You've been in Washington forever for ten years, and nothing is really you know, happen there as far as you going to that next level. I think Bradley Bill is, is realizing it, right? You see guys like James Harden deciding to opt out to help 
bring in more guys to, to, to win games there, right? We saw Man. that um, John Wall, you know, he he took about $6.5 million less so he could become a free agent to go to the L.A. Clippers on practically a minimum deal just so he can have a chance to make a run at a championship. Guys are doing that once they hit that 30-year-old range. Yeah. So I think Bradley Bill makes too much sense, right? You know, he already declined and, and opted out of that $36.4 million option. Man, go somewhere in free agency where you're appreciated. Where not to say right. I don't appreciate him in Washington, but where you have a chance to solidify your legacy, right? With a ring or a potential run at a ring because you're not going to get it in Washington. So right. we leave from, you know, Bradley Bill to a guy that I was just talking about, right? Damian Lillard. The, the Blazers are mm. offering Damian Lillard a two year extension worth a hundred plus million dollars. Now, according to Bleacher Report, the Blazers are poised to extend franchise cornerstone Damian Lillard on a two-year extension worth over $100 million. This is in line with the two-year $107 million contract that Lillard was seeking, according to ESPN story, back in December. Now, Lillard turns 32, and he's playing on a four-year $176 million extension that he signed back in July of 2019. Auntie Chantel, does this extension make sense for both the Blazers and Lillard? Well, hell, we know it makes sense for, for Damian. That's 50 mil. <laughs> 50 Honestly, mil makes sense. It makes for, more sense for the Blazers than it does yeah, for, for Lillard. Well, you just said if it make doesn't make sense. And I said, well, it definitely makes sense for your boy because yeah. 50 million makes sense. And, and, you know, I think it makes sense for both. I think it's a great fit. I think, you know, and he's been, you know, I, I think he deserves it. And I think Portland owes that to him. He's been so, you know, loyal to the franchise he's yeah. done so much for that franchise and you know not many players are worth 50 million to their franchises mm. but you know 50 million in portland yeah and plus i'm gonna be moving to portland soon so i want to i want to see uh game <laughs> play a lot so i want him to uh stay and and get that get that 50 well well before i throw it to you b flow the thing and auntie you kind of eluded to this right Damian Lillard has always been a big proponent of staying home, being homegrown, right? Not jumping ship, doing it the hard way, not like everybody else, jumping ship to try to go win a championship. He's turning 32 next month. I think for the first time, we've kind of seen it the last few months, him maybe flirting with the idea of either having somebody big come in or him leaving, right? We saw the Instagram picture of him and Kevin Durant that he reposted, hoping that Kyrie left so Kevin Durant could leave and potentially come to the Portland Trailblazers. It's like the Bradley mm. Bill situation to me too, right? He's in a small market in Portland, right? Um, right. People realize what he's done for the game, mm -hmm. but he needs to go somewhere where he's, I'm not saying he's definitely appreciated in Portland. We could tell by what they just offered him, but he needs to go somewhere where he can transcend his legacy, a chance to actually win a championship. I, I think it's admirable what he's done, right? Trying to do it like the Warriors, build it from within and win a championship, but it just hasn't right. happened. And then he lost his, his running mate, CJ McCollum, to the New Orleans Pelicans, right? So he doesn't even have like another all-star with him to potentially even make a run now. I think that's why he kind of tweeted out that picture of him and Kevin Durant. But I think for the first time in Damian Lillard's career, man, I think he's willing to potentially maybe leave Portland to go win a championship. So, uh, B. Flo, if you're Lillard, would you take the deal or would you look to join a contender and maybe win a championship? See, for me, all that loyalty stuff is like out the window. Maybe because <laughs> we play football and we yeah. know there's no loyalty. Our contracts ain't guaranteed. And I yeah. feel like <laughs> you don't owe this franchise your everything because legacy is – Man, legacy is so important when you look back and you can say, I won me a championship. Like yeah. that's that's a memory that 
would it puts never you in thin air, leave, man. Right? Yeah. yeah, it puts you in the upper echelon. Free agents are not coming to, you know, Portland where he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Portland is offering him like, yo, nobody else ain't coming out here. So we, like, we might as well give you 50 million. <laughs> we appreciate what you've done for us. And maybe mm-hmm. you can be cool with somebody and get them out here. Like they're going to offer him part ownership if he wanted it. Probably. Right. They're not going to get nobody else out there. But for me, man. Dame is such a great guard, and he's almost forgotten about when you start talking about superstars because he's over there in Portland. Exactly. He doesn't have help. Just like Bradley Bill, like you mentioned, like they're in the same small market. Like, yeah. Small market. You right. can kind of forget about them. And as a player, I know you want to stay loyal, but I'm telling you, you be like, man, I can hoop just like this dude that's playing in the playoffs every year who everybody right. said is a superstar and Ooh. deserves this and that. So I – the. When he's flirting with leaving, I think it's real, and we gotta believe it, you know. And he, I think these players deserve, man, to go and play for a championship team. And it's not all about small markets. Is Milwaukee a small market? market but yeah. they're making it go. It's just right. it's not going in Portland like that. So you gotta see where you're yeah. headed. Look at the graph; it's not trending up, right? At all. But CJ going is trending down. So you gotta make a move that's best for you and your legacy and your career. Honestly, what would you do? Would you take the deal or go look to play for a contender? Ooh. 50 million is a lot. And it's it's like a taxes lot of money. money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Ain't no taxes in, in uh yeah, he gonna see oh, every Portland either. <laughs> like, but you know, maybe, maybe he is one of those old school guys, B Flowers. Like, maybe he is one of those loyal guys and 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 says, you know, I want to stay here and and you know, I, w- I want to try and build this franchise and I'm staying loyal to this franchise. You know, you have those guys. I'm, I'm sure you guys played on teams with guys that are like, mm-hmm. I'm staying loyal to my friends no matter what. Like, and he may be that guy. Me? Yeah. He'd go to the Lakers. Are you going to the Lakers? <laughs> like Everybody going to the Lakers. Ooh, everybody to go to the Lakers. <laughs> if Damian, if, look, if Damian Lillard went to the Lakers, automatically, they would be the, fair. that's the best team in the league. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be fair. But that's not happening. But but I I'll just say this. I I if he stays, regardless of fifty million and whatever, because you're right, Portland is a small market. Um, yeah. it's a different place, right? And and, I, but you got to respect him for that decision. Like yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. I am athlete tonight is part of the Series XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts.